0: May you raise your hands, please? Okay. Yeah, but, but we're not going to be here for much long because of the climate crisis. We only have a few months left. I love that you support the Green Deal, but it's not getting, it, you know, getting rid of fossil fuel. It's not going to solve the problem fast enough. A Swedish professor saying, you know, we can eat dead people, but that's not fast enough. So I think your next uh, campaign slogan has to be this. We got to start eating babies. We don't have enough time. There's too much CO2. All of you, you're, you you know, you're pollutant. Too much CO2. We have to start now. Please, you are so great. I'm so happy that you're really supporting Green deal, but it's not enough. You know, even if we would bomb Russia, we still have too many people, too much pollution. So we have to get rid of the babies. That's a big Problem just stopping having babies and not enough. We need to eat the babies, and this is very serious. Please oh, no, give a no, response. Okay. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. you. We'll go ahead. We're We're go ahead. ahead. Um, okay. No, we'll we'll go I ahead. It's so, no no no. Yeah no. Thank you. So I think um. Yeah no. So one of the things that's very important to us is that. We need to treat the climate crisis with the urgency that it does present. Um, luckily, we have more than a few months. We do need to hit net zero in several years. Um, but I think we all need to, to, to understand that there are a lot of solutions that we have um, and that we can pursue, and that if we act in a positive way, there is space for hope. There's, we are never beyond hope
1: good morning good afternoon or good evening and welcome to the vanguard for spike we have to eat the babies cohen i am matt Wright, and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom
2: hey everybody we have a climate crisis we have only a few months. It's and much you,
1: worse than what the Swedish doctor says.
2: It's much worse than the Swedish doctor who said that we have to eat the dead people. Frankly, if you we let have. your baby continue to live, you selfish bastard, you're going to kill us all. Welcome to the Muddy but, Waters of Freedom.
1: And to thank the people who are allowing me to use these single-use plastics... That I will throw into the regular trash and not recycle later.
2: <laughs> and allow me to thank
1: Kroger. Thank oh, you, Casey Martin. Thank you, Casey. So, the this single-use plastic that's going to go Casey. directly into the trash.
2: And allow me to thank Kroger for this perfectly shaped bottle for me to make into a small cylinder and shove up the nostril of the nearest sea turtle, Bolivinaka. Bolivinaka. So, Matt, how was your week?
1: My week, was, uh, my week was good. My week was good. I successfully did very little.
2: <laughs> That's a good week.
1: That is. I, I successfully did very little. Um, I did watch all of season three of the uh, fantastic show, Big Mouth. Most of that I did today.
2: Is that good? Because that yeah. keeps coming up as like, oh, you like Dave Chappelle, you'll like Big Mouth. And I'm like... Sure, that seems like a
1: show is insane. Is it's good? Okay, all right. Because it is insane. It it is graphic and disgusting and hilarious.
2: Well, I know all of my Christian conservative friends are like, "Don't watch this with your children," and I'm like, "Listen, if you're watching TV MA Netflix with your children, then you probably don't need the Parents Television Council. You actually probably do need the Parents Television Council telling you." what you can and can't watch with your children because you're clearly making poor choices on your
3: own.
1: Yeah, no, that, that show is, I was, they, uh, one of the episodes today It was about how you can do anything in Florida. And they're like, yeah, we don't worry about doing uh, the blue plate special. Get me a plate of bath salt so I can eat my neighbor's face. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> Speaking of which, guys. Uh, Speaking of eating people. So we have, yeah. Speaking of eating people, uh, for the good of mankind, uh, we have some. Uh, if you didn't get the uh, the intro there, we have some, we have some news for you from the uh, uh, the last Alexandria ocasio Cortez town hall.
0: We only have a few months left. I love that you support the Green Deal, but it's not getting, it, you know, getting rid of fossil fuel is not going to solve the problem fast enough. A Swedish professor saying, you know, we can eat de- dead people, but that's not fast enough. So I think your next uh, campaign slogan has to be this. We got to start eating babies. We don't have enough time. <laughs> it's too much CO2. All of you, you're, you, you know, you're pollutant. Too much CO2. We have to start now. Please you are so great. I'm so happy that you're really supporting the nuclear deal, but it's not enough. You know, even if we would bomb Russia, we still have too many people, too much pollution. So we have to get rid of the babies. That's These people big are playing the straight man amazingly. Having babies not enough. We need to eat the babies, and this is very serious. Please Nobody give a response. Man, you know, no, thank you, thank you. you, you. We'll go ahead um, okay no we'll, we'll go ahead it's so. no
2: no no that is a woman who has never experienced not being the craziest sounding person in the room
1: right and she would she you could <laughs> you could almost see the excitement in her voice about the fact that she was not the craziest person in that yeah, room
2: no, she, she would, so this is one of two things right And we're going to get into what it actually was. But if you're sitting there and someone gets up and starts talking about eating babies, and even if you bomb Russia, that won't be enough. That's one of two things. Either a really, 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 really crazy person or a hoax. Mm -hmm. And either way, for you to sit there completely stone-faced and go, "Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Well. Oh, oh, okay. That's someone who's think, who's basking in the glory of the possibility that this is a person who is crazier than yourself. Yeah. And uh, I think she she had a moment there where she's like, "Is this what people think when I talk? Like, is this <laughs> is this what I experience? Because I've gotten this look that I feel right now." But she uh, she handled it like a champ. I would have laughed and said, "Yes, I'm adding this to my platform. Eat the babies, 2020." I mean,
1: so. Did she did she handle that? Like she didn't actually say, no, we're we're not going to eat the babies.
2: No, I mean, she said that we have hope. So if you listen to the longer version afterwards, she says, well, we, we have more than months. We have 200 months and or whatever, 240 months. And and, you know, there's always hope, uh, which.
1: But at no point did she say we shouldn't eat babies.
2: Which really is not a, I mean, there's triangulation, there's political you know, strategy, but I can't think that you offend many people by taking a firm stand against eating babies. So there is something there. You're right. She,
1: right. she, like, she
2: didn't say, she, let's not. She never
1: said that people. is not something that we should, we should not have to consider this. This is not something we are ever going to consider. She never put it out there. And I'm not saying that AOC is for eating babies.
2: But she didn't say she's
1: not. She didn't say she's not. Because we here at Muddy Waters Media, do not condone the eating of babies.
2: We here at Muddy Waters Media, if if, if there are two things that we hate more than anything, it's rape and baby eating. Mm -hmm. And
1: And any sort of mixing uh, of those two.
2: Yeah, any combination of, of, of... Eating people or raping them, especially any, babies. especially babies, especially but really anyone. I'm going to take it a step further, Matt, cause I'm the, I'm the radical here. I'm the political radical between us. I'm that's, against eating or raping anyone of any age.
1: That's, you know, <laughs> I, you know, unless it's an alive sort of situation, The movie about the soccer team that got down. Oh, like survival.
2: Well, right. I mean, you wouldn't have to rape them to survive though.
1: Well, no, but th- th- that's the eating of people.
2: So two things I'd be okay with eating someone to survive and then right. also like cutting them open and doing the, um, although frankly, size wise, it's better to find a larger mammal, but cutting uh, the, them the open...
1: Han Solo Tantan thing
2: uh well it was it was luke skywalker but yeah the the the, the tantan Solo right.
1: cut him open and put luke in it
2: oh that's right so yes yes those two things Muddy waters media uh supports in 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 very limited to save the life of the mother and uh and uh in a uh i guess and and, and maybe in the case of rape and incest if someone rapes you then i guess you can eat them so it turns out that this was a um a hoax, man. Let's talk to them about something, so I can stop.
1: <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> not surprisingly, <laughs> that was a hoax. Um, that was a hoax. Uh, and um, a group came out, and they immediately said that they were claiming. Being the people who did that, and uh, they—that uh, was the 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 Trump supporting LaRouche pack, which for anybody who doesn't know the LaRouche pack, that was started in honor of the great far right leader Lyndon LaRouche.
2: Lyndon LaRouche.
1: Lyndon LaRouche. Which I don't know how many of our viewers were around for Lyndon LaRouche. But uh he at no point was anything that would be considered right.
2: There are he, many terms to refer to Lyndon R- LaRouche and far right I, is not one of them.
1: Cult leader? He was convicted cult leader. He did cheat on his taxes, so you know, good on him. Good good on you there, buddy. Um even
2: a blo- broke clock is right twice a day and he cheated day, on his right. taxes so fair enough but he's a uh, he was a socialist
1: he was yeah, a workers' was a party socialist. member yeah he uh ran for president under the platform of a strong military which yeah and socialist economics uh he really wanted to build a so like a communist regime here in america i remember my freshman year of college George Mason University in Fairfax, uh, he had a campaign team that was much like Young Americans for Liberty, except the socialist, crazy the communist version. version. Yeah, yeah, and they were out in campuses, and they were coming along, and they would hand me literature from crazy Lyndon LaRouche, and every day we narrowly averted World War Three, um, and how we needed to make sure that all of the money that was all of the money that was made in america was put into a big pool and distributed evenly amongst everybody except for the military cuz the military would rule all and i always was like i just want to go to class no <laughs> so, way
2: i'm just trying to make it to class guys so now that he died in i think february of this year the i, LaRouche... was, I
1: think it was longer ago wasn't it
2: i, I unless it was another hold on Anyway, I mean, now that he's gone, whenever he's he died, in particular, he died. Uh, he died, no, he died He died this year at the age of 96, February 12th of, of 2019. So now that he is dead, uh, they have had to look for a new hero, which is apparently
1: <laughs> Donald Trump. Apparently it's Donald Trump, which apparently makes Donald no Trump. sense.
2: I mean, he's not a communist, but he definitely wants a strong military, and... Yeah. He dabbles in socialist econom. I'm not sure I've called socialist economics, but he's certainly certainly dabbling on the fringe. There, I guess they're you know they're being pragmatic, Matt. They're being pragmatic, LaRouche cultists and cultists, and saying, "Let's go with Trump." So they uh, have taken responsibility for this hoax. Um,
1: they couldn't go with the Clintons because the Clintons would never approve of eating of babies.
2: That is that is definitely true.
1: They have to wait until they're at least twelve before the Clintons destroy them. Wow! And
2: so, uh, so, <laughs> wow. so speaking of, um, <laughs> so, um, um, so Matt, something else crazy happened on a Delta flight. Yes, it's. So a, a woman boarded a Delta flight without an ID or a ticket was somehow able to get past TSA. You're probably wondering why we're even talking about this. And the the, the entire vehicle for this was that I had basically said to Matt, I'm pretty sure that this woman must be pretty hot to make it past TSA. Um, and, you know, just must've been dropped down, knocked down uh, gorgeous. And uh, uh, so Matt said, no, turned out no. Um, <laughs> she w- she was in fact not um Sylvia Richter uh is her name she was taken into custody she tried to use her phone to prove who she was and said she threw her boarding pass away the passengers were deplaned and searched and um again really uh not of any real consequence to right. our lives um I'm just
1: I I, I want to know how she did it like so I know how you can I know many you can get on an airplane without an ID. It's a hundred percent possible. I have seen it happen.
2: But you gotta have your boarding pass.
1: But you have to have a boarding pass. That's the part that I'm like because when I first read it, I was like, well, yeah, no, I know many people who do that. You oh, without ticket, without ID. Yeah, I've seen that happen. That has blown my mind every single time. But without tickets. I don't know how you do that.
2: Like, they scan I, it. and So, the, so next the thing only you, thing
1: I can think of is that she was flying from somewhere to somewhere else, and she was already on. And she got... But I don't know how she got on the plane. I think she was already at the airport.
2: Right. That. Yeah. So, that explains maybe she was... Like you said, she was already flying. But how'd she get on the plane? Oh, that's the part I don't get. And it ain't because she's, you know, unassuming. <laughs> so... Really, the only reason we're even talking about this, folks, is that I strive uh, to be uh, accurate in my news coverage, and uh, I uh, I fell hard on this one, and I'm here to atone for it. I was wrong on this. Yeah. Matt?
1: Yeah. Uh, he's put it in the notes. He goes, Spike, bet she's hot. So I went on my investigative journalism uh, binge last night to figure out who this woman was, and I found her name, which led to a picture. And I just wrote in the comments, Spike would be wrong.
2: And I'm wrong. And I'm okay yeah. with that. I'm okay. You, you know, everyone is is wrong. And, and speaking of wrong, Bernie Sanders uh, <laughs> has uh, had a heart attack. This is actually a photo of him having a heart attack. Uh, Bernie Sanders, um, pictured here, mid-heart attack, uh, he had checked into a hospital uh, a couple days ago for a heart procedure, um, everyone was already saying, "Okay, it sounds like he had a heart attack." And then, breaking news, everyone turns out he had a heart attack. Yep.
1: Yeah. Which only goes to prove, you know, we always we've we've always heard it. You know, Bernie, he's 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 a little crazy, but he's got a good heart. It's a heart that tried to kill a socialist.
2: <laughs> um. So. Speaking of things that have been around a long time, and we just wish, well, you know, some some wish that it died, but I certainly wouldn't say something like that, although with this I would. Uh, the U.S. war in Afghanistan, uh, back on Monday, yesterday, it turned 18 years old. There are now people in serving in Afghanistan, or there will be people serving in Afghanistan. Actually, Very I think so. there already are, right, who were not alive when it started. That is, this is easily the longest-running war uh, in um, in U.S. history.
1: This is easily the longest-running war. Uh, I don't think that there are anybody that... I don't think anybody is there yet. I don't think so. I think, if so, this going to be coming up in the next couple of months where they'll be yeah.
2: yeah, later this year or beginning... But definitely by next year, there will be people enlisted and serving in Afghanistan, assuming it, it that war doesn't end before then, which I can pretty well tell you is not going to happen, uh, right. that will be... Uh, serving uh that will have been born uh after we already have people that are serving that were born after 9-11 which was supposedly the whole reason this started and now they will have been serving uh they will have been born after the actual war started which is really horrifying um we also now know that uh suicide veteran suicides are are approaching all time or modern day highs um ever since the va has been tracking them so I'm sure maybe there's a correlation.
1: What? I think it's 20, 26 people a day.
2: Yeah, 26 people a day are killing themselves on single-payer health care. Actually, on government-run health care.
1: But yeah, the US, uh, uh, the U.S. war in Afghanistan is now 18, which means the Clintons definitely are not interested in it.
2: <laughs> and... Uh I'm keeping that. That I'm keeping or I'm finding something even better because I like it. Um So speaking of the Clintons uh not being interested The key witness in the Amber Geiger trial uh was killed. Um in I shouldn't
1: be laughing, but that was the weirdest segue.
2: I just didn't have anything i was gonna say speaking Uh of a rim shot but that's even worse
1: yeah that's bad so
2: the key witness in the uh amber geiger trial uh joshua brown uh you probably remember him uh joshua brown was gunned down in a parking lot four miles from the apartment complex where uh where he lived and where uh amber geiger and both of john lived where uh he uh where she killed him and was recently convicted of murder uh his uh tearful testimony uh and attention to detail in his testimony was a major reason for Geiger being convicted um this is the apparently second time this year Matt that he's been in a shooting
1: yeah he uh last uh, it was within the last 12 months i'm not sure if it was at the end of 18 or sometime in 19 uh he was involved in a shooting at a at a club uh It was a birthday party. It turned violent. And some guys shot at he and his friends uh, catching him in the foot. Uh, It was speculated that he was the target of the shootings. Uh, Joshua Brown's dad, um, Mr. Brown, said he wasn't sure if this was retaliation for testifying against Amber Geiger or if him testifying publicly in this uh, trial alerted people to his whereabouts from the incident from last year. Right. Uh, no matter what he just wanted uh, his he just wanted his um son's killers brought to justice. The mayor of Dallas took no time in saying that people needed to avoid speculation when the key witness in a trial that sends a police officer to prison for ten years, uh, is found dead. Few days later, don't yeah. don't avoid speculation on what this could possibly be. Yeah. And the police say they are really going to look into the murder of Joshua Brown.
2: Yeah, in fact, breaking news uh, that I ha- didn't have a chance to share with Matt. Uh, they I saw, have arrested. I, I,
1: saw, I saw the article today before oh, okay. the show. Yeah, and so saw...
2: they've arrested three people: two brothers and someone else. That uh, I guess are all brothers. Two of them are related, though, and they uh, they're. Uh, they the police are claiming that they are the ones that uh, that shot uh, Joshua Brown and that he also shot one of them. Uh, that it was a drug deal gone wrong, um, which is entirely so possible.
1: It is entirely possible. But from what I read, they were three brothers from Louisiana. Yes, and they came to Dallas, Texas, to, to get buy weed. Weed to buy weed as one Joshua would because. Now, as all of our viewers and listeners know, you and I are recovering addicts. Correct. I have not purchased weed in a very long time. Yeah. If I wanted to buy a large quantity of weed right now, I could make four different phone calls and get pretty much whatever quantity I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. And I wouldn't have to go to Dallas, Texas.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a schlep. This wasn't like to buy several kilos of of Coke. This was to buy, I think, like a pound of... Or they found... So they said they found a pound of weed and some THC uh, uh, vape cartridges and $4,000 at uh, Joshua Brown's apartment. Um, It just seems... Yeah, so if I wanted to buy some weed, which I never would because there are no statute of limitations in South Carolina. So I'd never do that, nor have I in South Carolina. Uh, <laughs> if I were to do that, oh, theoretically, I've heard that someone could drive like 15 minutes away or less and like find it without knowing anyone. And I would imagine, I don't know much about, where they in out, where in Louisiana? Were they in New Orleans? or?
1: I, I just saw Louisiana, and I know how far of a drive that is because I've done that drive.
2: Alexandria, Louisiana to Dallas, Texas is a... It's so far of a drive that it's pulling up flights. It is a four-and-a-half-hour drive at night, so about a five-hour drive.
1: About a five-hour drive to go pick up some weed.
2: Ten hours of driving.
1: To get a pound of weed in some CBD cartridges,
2: assuming they're getting THC, all of it,
1: or a THC cartridges.
2: Yeah, assuming they're getting all of it. I mean, they might have just been going to get an eighth. I mean, you know, like we really don't know. One would hope that if you're driving a total of ten hours and going across state lines, which now makes it a federal crime, that you would uh, be picking up buying all of it, all of the weed. One would hope.
1: It's so, Yom Kippur. Um, it is
2: Yom Kippur. Oh. Yeah, Gamar Katima Tava.
1: Are we having happy? a seder?
2: No, it's Happy Jew Year. Um, yeah. The we're not having a seder, but
1: why no, are we not I, having a seder?
2: Because it's it's not Pesach.
1: <laughs>
2: but we
1: will certainly do. When are we a, having a seder, Spike? I'm really looking forward to. We're d-
2: so we are going to have a very muddied seder uh, <laughs> sometime in what is it? April. It's different every year, but it's either March or April. We will definitely, we will absolutely do that to the horror of my wife and extended family. Um, <laughs> but just the absolute horror.
1: I mean, I will wear I will wear my yarmulke and everything,
2: or a yarmulka, <laughs> and, and <laughs> either, and uh, I will wear my giant oversized tzitzit that I was given, uh, or, or t- not tzitzit, my talit. It's a large rabbinical temple to eat that goes down. It's like a bridal, uh, gown length. Like it's really. I don't know why it's so big. It's like it was made for people that are like the giants, like like ten feet tall. It's really big. Anyway, so yeah, yeah. Happy Yom Kippur to everyone. Happy Jew year, and happy Jew. um, Happy Jew year to you and yours. Um, so yeah, it is entirely possible that that happened it i just want
1: to
2: i want to ask you a question real quick guys pretend we're not talking about the government pretend we're just talking about a relative and let's say a good bit of the time your relative told you something close to the truth and then quite often they would just tell you massive massive lies that involved people's deaths and they also robbed you and they also when they would get caught lying they would try to harm the person who revealed that they were lying and then try to make it illegal, tell people that they were lying, tried to harm them, kidnap them, and even murder them, steal from them and steal from you. How much would you trust this person? I'll leave that up to you to decide, but is it possible that this was a 10-hour weekend trip gone for weed?
1: For weed? For weed? For weed for weed for weed
2: hey guys let's jump in the old van and drive five hours for some weed and and then let's let's kill them. actually let's when we get there let's kill them.
1: not not only that but these guys were in louisiana i've been to new orleans i've been to new orleans recently yeah i've been to new orleans since i've been sober and it is not the same as going to new orleans when you are not sober right You remember everything, and that's not a good thing. But what I do remember most about New Orleans is that it's not hard to find any drug.
2: And from Alexandria, you can get there in three hours. So that just took a total of four hours off your trip, and you don't have to cross state lines, making it a federal crime. So I have to say, they may not only be guilty of murder, they may be guilty of poor decision-making. Huh? So I just... It's this is is this possible? Sure, sure. Is it likely?
1: No, <laughs>
2: <laughs> this sounds like a really, really bad cartoonish cover up in a not even a Marvel flick, but a DC flick where the whole time you're thinking, Oh, come on, no one would ever actually believe that. But here we and,
1: are. Hang on a second, I gotta look something up really quick. Alexandria, Louisiana. Yeah. God, that woman's picture was on my
2: <laughs> the hottie the one I, I was sure was hot i mean guys no, so the, let's be
1: the the, mean... the one that the iranian woman that we were, we had in the notes but isn't really a story oh so, my god okay so from Alexandria, you're close to baton rouge lafayette and beaumont yeah in shreveport like you're pretty centrally located there
2: you're in the middle of louisiana
1: you're in the middle. You are like almost dead on in the middle of every big thing in Louisiana, and You're, all, these are college towns. Like you can get so many drugs in college towns.
2: There's not a shot in hell that they
1: went to Dallas, Texas,
2: to buy weed. Now Brian Wolf mm-hmm. makes a point. Brian Wolf says, "I mean, driving ten hours round trip to steal four thousand in cash and a pound of weed is plausible. I guess so, but." It's just an awful schlep. Those are the types of trips you take to do big dollar deals, because you're risking a lot.
0: You're, you're ris- risking, risking like, a lot.
2: You're risking a lot. So, is this possible? Sure. I don't believe it. I just, me personally, I'm, I'm not fine. speaking of fit. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like the story. I think it's one of two things. Either the police are covering something up or the people who actually killed him are covering something up or the guy who's in the hospital. Cause what happened was uh, supposedly they got into a tussle with Brown. Brown shot one of them and then one of them shot him and the one that got shot, they left at a hospital and he's singing like a canary. So maybe he's making something up. I don't know. But w- this story Sounds like garbage, and I, I don't believe it. Let's go through some of the comments here. Um, Jacob LaBelle, this was a while back, said, is that the white lady that wants to be black?
1: Um, no, I know who he's talking about, sadly.
2: <laughs> who is he talking about?
1: Uh, it's this woman who says that she is transracial, and she's been dyeing her skin black, and she and her husband oh! have been doing the appearances on the old talk shows.
2: Yeah, no, and her and her, her husband or boyfriend is now turning black too, right? He's doing the thing right. too. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, no, she um little more top heavy, little less every other heavy from what I recall.
1: No, kinda... no. No, I think uh I think the other I I think the white woman who's trying to be black is more everything heavy.
2: Right. I know the 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 husband boyfriend whatever he is. I'm not seeing Yeah, no, I don't that's
1: Yeah, because initially the the woman who, the white woman who is dying her skin black because she's Jamaican or she's trans, whatever, uh, she got surgery, I believe, to have the biggest breasts on earth. So she's definitely more top heavy.
2: Right. I'm pulling up a picture of her. Yeah, I guess she is kind of all over. Sure. Okay. All right, good. So, okay. So, so welcome uh,
1: back to Brian Wolf. I have not seen him yeah, on an Yeah, Brian,
2: <laughs> Brian Wolf said four hundred bucks an hour. Ten 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 hour trip for four thousand in cash. Yeah, but you gotta think of where tear run the car. You gotta think possibility of getting murdered.
1: You gotta think the hospital bill alone. The ho- that that yeah, they have- they're
2: screwed now. And you know the insurance isn't gonna cover that. No. Absolutely not. That claim is getting denied. So again not the best thought out heist this is not the great muppet caper um but actually it might be um because it's about as well planned um let's see uh oh uh i guess regarding the uh uh bass says i guess regarding the um um the uh thing with the 18 year that you know that clintons aren't interested after they're 18 he said that's uh one thing that the that's one thing that the clintons have in common with libertarians <laughs> and uh then let's see uh hampion says i've ridden to asheville before i have as well and that's about from here uh Hamp, that's about yeah about five hours five six hours i think if i recall And I definitely wouldn't drive that far to buy weed or even to steal it. Not that I'd ever steal because that's illegal to do that.
1: It's illegal to steal weed? I'm pretty certain in South Carolina it's illegal to do weed, to smoke weed, to have weed. Well, yeah, and I wouldn't do that either, ever. I would never. Right.
2: I don't do crimes. Uh, Bass says time to get out the tinfoil hats. Bass, you have to admit.
1: This this, makes no sense.
2: I mean, come on. I like like
1: yes, this we isn't understand' Tower that
2: seven, but it's I mean, come on, th-
1: this is there a possibility that this has act that this actually happened? Yes, yeah, there is a possibility, but this story is just way, way too convenient and way too implausible. it's there's to be a- something that really happened so close to this other event yeah if this was two months from now i probably wouldn't question it that much i'd be like uh, all right well idiot criminals are idiot criminals i guess I,
2: I think i'd probably still be more likely to say that the guy's making the guy that they're talking to is made is making it up assuming that's right. where the story came from Right, because right, right, right. some this just doesn't sound right like someone's being covered for and it may just be like he's covering for Someone that would kill him if, you know, he knew, you know, that if, 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 you know, he found out that he ratted on him and he's local or something like that. I I don't know. But this story sounds like garbage. Is it possible? Sure. Is it likely? I I don't think so. I I think the story is, is crappy and it also feeds right into my natural distrust of government. So it really just a pigeon. It just, it just dovetails very well. Right. Uh, frankly. Um, so yeah. And, uh. Brian said I would still do some pretty stupid shit for 400 bucks an hour. I guess so, but this would, this is stupid. This is, this is, this is stupid on levels.
1: This is right. This is multiple level stupid. I've done multiple stupid stuff. things for 400 bucks. Well, I've, uh, and at no point did anybody ever end up dead.
2: Which is, but a I, that's a crucial part.
1: As a crucial part of, the I'm story.
2: proud of you, frankly. That you know everyone lived. Now I'll tell you what isn't stupid, guys. And that is the Chris Reynolds personal injury, personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, anchor call-in moment, brought to you by Anchor FM, with no minimum listenership.
1: With no minimum listenership. No
2: minimum listenership. I for said any- that
1: for anybody who doesn't know about the wonders of Anchor FM, we're not going to go all into it anymore. No. But you can give us money there. And Wait, if you no. give us money there, we'll talk about you on our show.
2: Yeah, favorably. Favorably. I mean, we'll talk about you on our show. But if you give us money, you can control how we talk about you. Speaking of right. personal injury attorney, Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, one of our favorite and greatest sponsors, he is also uh, has this time where he calls in and uh leaves us questions and so we have 3 well that's not true we have 2 and then we have one from an anonymous caller first time and uh so we'll go with the the first one from personal injury attorney Chris Reynolds attorney of law
3: personal injury attorney Chris Reynolds here with Trump time over the past week or so we've had um not only the launch of an an impeachment investigation inquiry um But instead of just denying the whole thing as we would have supposed, it seems as if uh, Donald Trump is now not only openly admitting that he asked a foreign country um, to take down a political rival, um, but he's now saying he wants China to get in on the act. And also maybe um, Elizabeth Warren's kids did something bad in Ukraine, which, by the way, I don't know what's going on in Ukraine, but apparently that's the place to be um for corruption anyways right but um i would love your guys' thoughts just kind of on that strategy of i, I guess doubling down is the right word um uh, rather than uh, avoiding thanks
2: i'll let you go first
1: so it is kind of, it is kind of odd because biden's kid worked uh with the ukraine uh energy company elizabeth warren's kids worked with the Ukraine energy company and Mitt Romney, one of Mitt Romney's kids worked with the same company. So
2: the Ukraine is lit.
1: Yeah. There, their are <laughs> energy companies out there. Mad lit, mad lit, which is weird. Cause when you think of Ukraine, you don't think lit. Um, and if you think way. of
2: energy, you do think lit.
1: Huh? That's true. Huh? That's true. But you don't think of Ukraine having energy that's also true because because russia takes it all um that's true where is the ukraine getting energy all of a sudden because i thought
2: (laughs) like their whole thing is they import it all from russia right so this sounds like uh oh what was that company called uh the enron This like an enron again like oh we found ukrainian energy and we just need to bring in all these politicians kids Surely, there's nothing untoward going on here.
1: No, not nothing at all. Nothing at all. Um, so you have all of these politicians who are all calling for impeachment, and all of their kids work for the Ukrainian for U, the Ukrainian energy company sector. Yeah, right. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But as far as Donald Trump doubling down and saying like denying it, denying he did anything wrong, but instead flipping it around and going, maybe China should look into it. And that's that's Donald Trumpian.
2: That's pure.
1: That's Donald Trumpian at its Donald Trumpianist. It's it's, him going, he's like, I didn't do anything wrong. And to prove it, China, you should do it too.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so... This is a common thing whenever we talk about Trump and impeachment. Um, And it's that
1: one is going to happen.
2: Oh, yeah. The impeachment itself is, is almost assured to happen. And right. the conviction is assured to not happen. So that's already a foregone conclusion. We're all just going through the, the the motions of both sides trying to make it work as well for them politically as they can, because we already know what's going to happen. There's an interesting thing with cults of personality, and we saw this with Obama, we saw it with any major politician will see this, where you have people saying, he didn't do it, if he did do it, there's nothing wrong with it, and if there is something wrong with it, the people I don't like do things that are worse. And so we've seen that with this, there was like a poll that showed that 40% of Republicans that were polled said they didn't believe that Trump had asked the Ukraine Uh, to, to, you know, to to look into, you know, to find out anything about Biden's son after Trump had said he did do it. Um, Now, once they heard that, they then I'm sure switched to, yeah, well, he didn't do anything wrong. And so that's how cults of personality go. That's not really unique to Trump. What's unique to Trump is just how big his cult of personality is. But it's not, you know, he's not breaking new ground here with being able to do stuff in front of people. The question of whether what he did was illegal or not, I've seen a lot of different interpretations everything from yeah he absolutely violated the law uh all the way to well uh possible uh libertarian presidential uh, candidate or former libertarian vice presidential candidate and current republican uh primary nominee that's going to go nowhere bill weld said that he's guilty of treason and that the punishment for treason is death so that's one extreme the other extreme is that he did absolutely nothing wrong because he's president and he can say whatever he wants to anyone uh the truth is somewhere in between there, and the real truth is that none of that matters because he's gonna get convicted because the Democrats uh or he's gonna get impeached because the Democrats run the House and he's gonna not get convicted because the Republicans run the Senate. So yeah.
1: very true. Also, for anybody out there, um, if you're not watching us on Float,
0: yes F-L-O-T-E
1: dot A P P, which is now in the common. Uh, you're missing out because that God it looks good. And also what I just realized is you can send us money on float.
2: Yes. You can send us crypto and money on yep. float.
1: Cause somebody sent us King Kingsley sent us 98 cents.
2: Nice. Thank you. Kingsley for the 98 cents. Thank you. Um, yeah. Thanks Kingsley. Um Yeah. It looks so good. So it's float. App slash muddied waters, media slash live uh, link in the notes and um so uh so yeah so be sure to check us out there and, and we will also
1: be live streaming the debate there next week
2: yes dem again three i still haven't come up with a subtitle probably first blood part two oh, we're definitely doing that um so yeah so that's that one and then we have a second one from uh chris uh, personal injury attorney chris reynolds attorney of at law
3: Personal injury attorney Chris Reynolds here with the Conservative Corner. Over the last few years, the Republican Party has become, at least in my estimation, less and less conservative. Um, the the older party of you know small government, states' rights, slow taxes, um, you know the least amount of governmental interference in our lives um, that we have, at least from a major party, to a party that is spending tons of money and, you know, taking away money from or taking away power from states and, and, and honestly, just not, not conservative anymore. And so I would love to hear if you guys agree with that number one. Um, And number two, can the Republican Party ever get back to where it was before uh, vis a vis a, a a conservative party? Thanks.
2: So, we have to keep in mind, think of the Republican Party of, what, 2000, well, from when George Bush was elected and came into office uh, in 2001, George W. Bush, uh, until the, uh, and then when the Republicans took over uh, both houses uh, of the House and the Senate in 02, uh and then until they were removed in o uh, six from both houses uh, where the Democrats took over. And then obviously when Bush uh, was, you know, uh, not reelected, was no longer el- eligible for election and, and Obama replaced him. So during that period of time, about an eight year period of time, Republicans had all or most of the control of the, uh, of the government. And it, they, I thought
1: they, I thought they lost uh, control of the, of the Senate in 04.
2: No, no, in in o six. So they they lost seats in the House, but they actually gained, I believe, gained in the Senate. But they had the House and the Senate in o four, and obviously, uh, uh, Bush beat Kerry that year. And then in o six, right. the Democrats swept the board uh, in both houses and, uh, Nancy Pelosi became speaker. So, but anyway, during that time, let's say from 03 until 07, when, uh, when the the Republicans came in, so during that period of time, the Republicans had total control of both the white house and the, uh, and the, um, the, uh, both houses of Congress, they grew the government exponentially. They grew the military exponentially. They grew the, uh, um, they grew the, um, Uh, uh, surveillance state exponentially. They grew the prison state exponentially. They grew the healthcare state exponentially. There wasn't a single part or sector of the economy that government didn't intrude on more or cost more or steal more or uh, infringe upon more. And it was all Republicans who ran on being conservatives, limited government conservatives. And... We saw that when, uh, you know, during the the Reagan years. Now, Reagan had a Democrat Congress he was dealing with, but Reagan never saw a spending bill that he didn't love unless he needed to add more to it. Um, And so Republicans are the party of talking about being fiscally conservative when it's politically expedient to do so and then acting like the Democrats do when they're in office. In the same way that the Democrats are the party of talking great about things like human rights and peace and 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 although recently they're not the party of peace anymore, but human rights and and, you know, inclusion, fairness and all these things. And then when they come into office, they essentially do the same thing that Republicans do. Um, did, Matt, do you have anything to add to that? I mean, that's like,
1: Um no uh well yes the no is an answer to chris's question of will the republicans ever oh will the republicans ever get back to uh being conservative no they won't um more and more you're going to see this move towards the middle yeah. which in essence is just going to be more of a move towards the left which eventually right now if you take a look at like any Nolan chart. If you're taking a look at any Nolan chart, you're going to be seeing that most presidential candidates are kind of in this one tiny area that kind of covers the cent- central left and central right. Right. And it's right in that area. That's why right now your Elizabeth Warren's aren't going to win and your Bernie Sanders aren't going to win. And you're never going to get somebody like a Ron Paul.
2: Right. Right.
1: Yeah. Everybody's going to be okay. Well, this person's palatable. This person's palatable, and we can possibly get things done with them. Right. But because of that, you're going to end up with okay, well, we have to give up this spending in order to get this. Right. And we're going to have to give up this, uh, you know, this bill. Uh, so that way we can get this. And you're going to see more and more spending for less and less. And eventually the spending is going to just become so natural that people accept it it's like um uh the farm subsidies yes we're getting the tariff we're tariffing we're adding these tariffs and the farmers aren't making as much money and in order to make up for that we are now subsidizing the farmers and you have people out there saying no this is fine because we need to do that in order to make sure that this works Although if we weren't doing this in the first place, we would be paying less on the products that are coming in and we wouldn't be spending the tax money in order to subsidize the farmers. Right. But because of that, we're accepting it and you see Republicans defending it saying, No, no, this is fine. That's where they're already they're they're losing their battle. They're losing their battle. And so no, the Republicans are never gonna go back to the we don't spend money conservatives. No. No.
2: No, they're not even going to go back to the we're not going to spend more money, conservatives. So for a long time, conservatives have never actually cut government. They've talked about it a lot, but conservatives have never actually, in a long sustained way, cut government. There was a very brief period during the Coolidge years where it happened, but it was immediately stripped by the Hoover years. Uh, There's never been a long sustained period of time of conservatives cutting government. What they have done successfully to different degrees at times is not grow government. So progressives progress, and then conservatives conserve. They don't stop. They go, well, 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 let's just not go any further. Let's just stay where it is. Let's preserve this for future generations. So, for example, a conservative of 100 years ago would sound like an anarchist now. They would want... No public education. They would not. They would want no federal uh, storm assistance after you know a major storm. They would want no federally owned roads. They would want no federal reserve. They would want no central uh, banking. They would want uh, no wage laws at all. They would want no social security, no Medicare, no VA. The conservatives fought against the creation of the VA. Uh, they would want no inclusion in any of these so called wars of terrorism. They'd want none of this surveillance. They want none of that. They'd want to preserve whatever level of government growth had been done by the progressives up until that point, which of that would be like what, 1919. But they would say, but no more. So now we've moved to a new era where you've got the super progressives who want to progress, you know, this high this fast and then you've got the republican progressives who still call themselves conservatives who they want to grow this fast but also preserve all of the current overgrowth of government that's already happened so when people see you know conservatives in canada and the uk talk about the the common sense measures that they need to take to cut spending so that they can preserve socialized healthcare for future generations and and americans sneer at that that's coming here it will probably be Republicans who introduce some form of socialized health care. And when Democrats come in, they'll turn it into something way bigger. And then if Republicans come in, they'll fight to preserve it, make sure that it, it stays around so that grandma can get to the doctor one day if a if if ration comes up before she dies. And that's all coming. So, no, I, I don't think we're ever going to return to uh, limited anything. I think it's, it's going to just grow forever and ever and ever.
1: No, yeah, that's yeah. essentially, yeah,
2: yeah. I wish I was saying something else, but that's how it is. And then we have an anonymous caller, uh, no idea who this is, but let's uh let's drop that, that question.
3: Hey, muddied waters media, anonymous caller here, first time, long time. So, I wanted to touch on probably the, the most important topic of the week. Oh, no, I think we would all agree, probably the that's most funny. dark um like visceral scary thing that's that's happened mm-hmm. recently and of course I'm I'm talking about the penultimate episode of Succession. We find out about these deaths happening on on these cruise ships, these the sexual allegations and sexual abuse going on. Um you know this this company that's basically I, I think the you know, being parodied as as Fox News, that's been funny for for all season. All of a sudden, it got really dark, really fast. And I'd love to know who's who's going to be the 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 guy that takes the fall for all of this. Is it Kendall? Is it Roman? I don't know. Thanks.
1: I don't even know what he's talking about. I
3: have no. I think it's Kendall.
1: I think it's Roman.
2: Well, okay, I'm I'm <laughs> fine with that being our major disagreement on the show. I'm Team Kendall. Uh... <laughs>
1: I'm I'm team team, team
2: Kendall takes the fall and your team Roman Roman
1: takes the fall. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know who, what is he? What, what is our anonymous caller talking about? I don't know. Succession.
2: Hey, anonymous caller. What succession show?
1: I have no idea what this is.
2: It's a show on HBO. It's about international media. Oh, so it's like a, like a Rupert Murdoch and family play on that whole
1: thing um okay so i've seen this come up i I haven't watched any of it though
2: i think it's i think it's uh what did i say kendall it's kendall
1: you think it's kendall you think it's going down oh man no i'm definitely oh man actually now that i see who the actors are
2: is it gonna be kendall
1: it could be kendall
2: kendall's going down yeah because the other one's
1: macaulay colkin's more talented brother
2: Oh, they're not going to do that to him.
1: Right. He's gone through enough. He's,
2: By the way, he, there he, was there was talk about the possibility of there being a Home Alone 3 with Macaulay Culkin playing Kevin. Okay, first like, of all, we're already, that role.
1: there already is a Home Alone 3.
2: Four. Wait, there's a third one? First one yeah. was at his house. Was, right. Second one Second was one lost was in New, New York. York.
1: Third one... Was not with Kevin McAllister.
2: That doesn't, that's not canon.
1: It's called Home Alone 3, and it was produced by the guy who, oh God, I can't believe I forgot his name. The guy, man, he did Breakfast Club and Pretty and Pink. John Hughes. It was produced oh. by
0: John Hughes.
2: That, I mean, I think we can all agree that. That's not, that doesn't count. Not, that didn't, not my home so, alone. Hashtag not my home alone. You were so I,
1: close to getting that right. <laughs> I,
2: I, uh, there's no way. Um, yeah, no, it's definitely Kendall. So thank you. anonymous. Yeah, I'm, I'm
1: going to stick, I'm going to stick Roman just because, you know, I said it. So, and I've never seen it. So
2: we won't even know I'm, if we're right or not. That's the beauty of this. <laughs>
1: You know, just looking at this cast, this is a show I am gonna watch like as soon as we get finished tonight.
2: okay, well, then you can tell me like your legit take next next week. Uh, so thanks again, anonymous caller. but uh so speaking of uh not knowing who's gonna take the fall, I guess that's probably actually a good segue. Uh, Donald mm-hmm. Trump uh in his talking about uh pulling uh, his ever never ending talk about pulling troops out of Syria. Uh, he has threatened Turkey in a very interesting way. He uh, he said, uh, "As I have as I have stated strongly before, and just to reiterate,
1: if do Turkey do it as Trump,
2: oh god, then you know <laughs> you do it, then you do it, because I'm you know...
1: oh thank you." I can't do it. As I've stated strongly before, and just to reiterate, if Turkey does anything that I, in my great and unmatched wisdom, consider to be off-limits, I will totally destroy and obliterate the economy of Turkey. I've done before, which I don't remember that happening. They must, with Europe and others, watch over the captured ISIS fighters and families. The U.S. has done far more than anyone could have ever expected, including the capture of 100% of the ISIS caliphate. It is time now for others in the region, some with great wealth, to protect their own territory. The USA is great.
2: I'm not sure what the USA. That was pure boomer posting at the end there. Just throwing in the yep. USA is great. Didn't really. Anyway, uh, yeah. If anyone recalls when uh, Trump totally destroyed, what was it? totally
1: destroyed, destroyed and, and, and obliterated
2: Obama. the economy of Turkey? If you can let us know, because I do not. I. I don't recall.
1: I have no idea what he's referencing there. So Trump said he's going to pull troops from Syria, like a hundred, like a hundred troops from Syria. Right. And then Turkey said that they were going to take over.
2: They were going to. So I, my understanding is they were going to attack an area that has U S backed Kurdish fighters that turkey considers to be a terrorist organization so the kurd the kurds for those who don't know the kurds are a people they're not actually arabs they're sunni muslims but they're not arabs they live they don't have uh their own country um and when uh the colonial former colonial powers were carving up the middle east they didn't bother making anything for the kurds so the kurds live in the south part of turkey the eastern part of syria and the northern part of of uh I'm doing that in reverse from what you're seeing. So that the northern part of Turkey, the eastern part of Syria, and the nor- or the southern part of Turkey, eastern part of Syria, and northern part of Iraq, um, which they consider Kurdistan, um, no one else does. And so, you know, they're fighting for. Uh, right now, they've been fighting ISIS because the U.S. has been sponsoring them, but they also are fighting for a Kurdistan and have attacked Turkey in the past. And so, Turkey c- considers them a terrorist group. This was a, a threat that he made to, uh, to, you know, to destroy, totally destroy Turkey again, again, if they dare attack the, um, dare attack the, um, uh, the Kurds and to not be one-upped on saying the stupidest thing this week, Lindsey Graham with a respectable entry, uh, blaming nine eleven on Obama's libertarian former foreign policy uh he says the obama slash obama hyphen libertarian foreign policy uh does not make America safe if ignoring radical islam made America safe there would not have been a nine eleven ignoring radical islam meaning uh bombing and uh destabilizing Muslim countries for two generations ignoring
1: them. right right and uh, the obama libertarian foreign policy obama's foreign policy not being libertarian.
2: Yeah, he dropped like 2 million bombs bombs or something like that, or over a million.
1: Yeah, it was 10,000 bombs a month or something like that.
2: The classic libertarian policy of bombing, dropping countless bombs uh, and killing countless people. Many of them were non-combatants.
1: Some of them American citizens without trial.
2: Some of them American citizens without trial. Uh, Graham was angry about uh, uh, Trump pulling the U.S. military out of Syria. Um, He wrote, no matter what President Trump is saying about his decision, it is exactly what President Obama did in Iraq, with even more disastrous consequences for our national security. Unlike President Obama, I hope President Trump will reassess and take sound military advice. One of the few things that Obama did that was good was to get u.s. troops out of uh, iraq which incidentally right now is uh embroiled in their own version of a hong kong protest where soldier uh, soldiers are killing students in the streets over corruption issues it's a good thing that u.s. troops aren't there anymore that's like again broken clock great job obama on pulling out we're being told disastrous consequences there were no disastrous consequences of pulling out of iraq nor would there be pulling out of syria um and then, not to be outdone on being the biggest bitch uh, in this week, Nikki Haley, who is a literal bitch, uh, also attacked Trump for a Isn't daring...
1: Isn't a literal bitch?
2: Oh, we'll get to that in a moment, because I have a few apologies to do uh, on this episode. I already did my one atonement, and I'm about to do another. Uh, Nikki Haley, uh, former governor of uh, my state, South Carolina, former UN ambassador, current bitch, uh, wrote... We must always have the backs of our allies if we expect them to have our back. The Kurds were instrumental in our successful fight against ISIS in Syria. Leaving them to die is a big mistake. Hashtag Nikki is our bitch. So guys, I'd like to take a moment. Lindsey Graham and Nikki Haley are from my state. And before I was an anarchist, hour 15 minutes, I voted for both of them at one point I voted for Lindsey Graham in 2002 because he was a neocon because I was as well and I voted for Nikki Haley in 2008 because she talked about cutting government and I hated Andre Bauer and still do So, in a way, I'm partially responsible for all of this. I did not vote for uh, Lindsey in 08. I voted for a Democrat with a flat top, whose name I don't remember at the moment, Bill something, or Bob something. He wanted out of Iraq, and he was more conservative than Lindsey. I'm not sure how he got the Democratic nomination. But I voted for him. Actually, I don't think I voted for anyone in that one. That was 08, and then in 2014... I wrote in my dog, Zeus Cohen, who lost in a, in a, in a close decision. And, <laughs> uh, we, we tried to contest that for a recount, but, uh, it turned out it was illegal, uh, for a dog to run for office in South Carolina. I Bible, Bible belt politics gets in the way
1: also of the cost, the cost of a recount.
2: That's fair enough. But the whole dogs can't, but you know, Your Christian fundamentalism has to get in the way of our human rights. And so, but the fact is, I mean, more than likely he would have won without my vote, as would she. But I even voted for her in the primary. And so I just, I just need to take a moment because the reality is I have a little blood on my hands (laughs) and, and I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. I also voted for Bush. You know, for
1: I voted for him twice.
2: I didn't. i I I was gonna vote for Nader in 2000, but I was I was too high and forgot what day election day was. And I kind of thought you could kind of do it the whole week. So, guys, I apologize. I can't take it back, but I can't apologize. So I do. Zeus Cohen, 2020. That's correct, Jacob. Um. Anyway. So, oh, but it gets worse, guys. Yeah, I was going to say, we're... Because not only are Republicans mad, uh, Trump was rebuked by none other than God. The
1: president who allowed Khashoggi to be cut in pieces uh, without any repercussions whatsoever is now allowing the Christians and the Kurds to be massacred by the Turks. And I believe, and I want to say this with great uh, solemnity... The president of the United States is in danger of losing the mandate of heaven if he permits the this to happen.
2: Heaven. The mandate of heaven.
1: First of all, can can we talk about what happened to Pat Robertson?
2: Oh, about a hundred years.
1: Good God, that man. The president. Who-
2: that guy has aged.
1: He has aged and it has not been pretty.
2: I mean, let's be clear. He was old when I was a baby. Yeah. So he's got to be... How old is Pat Robertson? Pat Robertson, by the way, mandate of heaven to stay alive. Pat Robertson is 89. 89. Born in 1930.
1: He is a spring chicken. Coming up Uh, on
2: his 90th birthday.
1: Good God.
2: And looks it.
1: He looks every day of 89.
2: He looks he is someone if he's, if someone came up to you looking like him and said I'm 89 I'd say I believe you sir.
1: I believe every single word of that. Good god, he looks like the Crypt keeper had sex with Freddy Krueger. Yep. That Which is, would
2: create a mandate of heaven.
1: Well, I mean yeah, if I if, mean, if
2: anyone would know if you're in danger of losing the mandate of heaven, uh it would be Pat Robertson. Pat Robertson uh by the way Uh, who uh, said that we get hurricanes because of gay marriage and uh, that, um, what else? Ariel Sharon died because he pulled out the Israeli troops out of Gaza. That got him some, a little bit of harshness there. Uh, He got a little bit of a mandate of heaven himself from that one. But he's, uh, so he's got a, a lofty claim, guys, that the reason that I guess Donald Trump is president is because heaven mandated it. Not sure how Obama happened to follow-up yeah, on a, that
1: that is the uh one question that i have for many of the christian conservatives is yes when when trump was first elected there was a an image that was circulating and uh it was of jesus guiding the hand of trump and or it was like god put jesus here or god put trump here well god didn't I mean also, that also jesus also jesus the, also back in the white house right and i'm like well didn't God put Obama there? Like, aren't you kind of... If you're rooting for that, if you're saying that this is going on, he he's doing both sides here. He's playing He's playing the field.
2: Yeah, I've never been a fan of, of that. Because then if you say that, they go, no, that was punishment. I'm like, listen, unless you're reading from the Bible, you're spitballing here. Right. As to whether which one was punishment, which one was the blessing, and which one was maybe, maybe God just... Letting you do your own damn thing, possibly.
1: As Beth says, gay marriage is pretty hot and would definitely heat up the Atlantic.
2: Especially with all those cruises, huh? It's, yeah. I mean, you know, if you want to heat up the Atlantic, you go on a on a gay cruise. <laughs> I wish I had done that when I said the thing in the first place. But so I so yeah, so the entirety of Repo- all Republicans, including God, uh, come out strongly against uh, uh, Donald Trump, uh, and his move, uh, to uh, apparently to pull even remotely out of Syria. Uh, and pretty quickly afterwards, a senior administration official seemed to contradict Trump, uh, in a call with a pool of reporters saying that Trump was only relocating 50 troops to another part of Syria. He was not pulling out entirely, even though Trump's tweets all the last week plus have been saying, we're getting out of Syria. Uh, Then Trump also uh, seemed to contradict Trump uh, tweeting earlier today that Turkey was a great ally and that he will not abandon the Kurds or leave Syria. Mandate of heaven restored. (laughs) So good news there.
1: Good news there. Uh, There isn't, they can't actually, so they can't actually believe that God, if you believe in such things, that God looked down with his infinite wisdom at the 350 million people living in the United States and said, that one, that one, (laughs) that one, that guy, that guy, that guy right there you know what he's never had a drink or done a drug in his life that's all you need that's it you're qualified i don't care about anything else you have done in your lifetime anything you have said in your lifetime don't care about anything
2: just don't drink or do drugs
1: right so being a teetotaler is all you need
2: follow this one weird trick to get the mandate of heaven
1: don't drink or do drugs
2: or do drugs
1: everything else you're good
2: unless you're obama because you he drank and did drugs there's a lit i'm, not, I'm not, so guys i'm not gonna lie there's a little bit of contradiction here just a, we're not getting a full picture it's not always lining up it's not always lining up and uh so we'll so anyway so speaking of
1: mandate I, I, of heaven speaking of
2: the mandate <laughs> of heaven if heaven mandates that you go to jury du- so a florida man uh missed jury duty um and uh, got DeAndre a 10 day sentence
1: shout out buddy what's that deandre somerville shout out this shout poor, out to deandre somerville this poor guy from west palm Twenty-one-year-old volunteer at the Parks and Rec department who mentors children.
2: Oh God, I didn't. I knew he volunteered. God. <laughs> well, tell us what this scumbag drag of society did, Matt.
1: Of <laughs> course, this guy. So he showed up to his demanded jury duty, and he had. Some would say the benefit, some would say the torture of being selected for a jury. Now, DeAndre Somerville, 21 years old, had recently moved in with his grandparents. Some would call him the caretaker, taking his grandfather to therapy a couple times a week. Got selected for a jury. Well, he's not caretaking or being on juries. Like I said, works at the Parks and Rec Department. Mentoring children, playing games with them, whatever.
2: So he pretty much just serves humanity as every waking moment.
1: Right. That's what it that's what it seems like. Right. Overslept his jury duty that he got selected for for a civil case uh, stemming from an automobile accident. Instead of calling, he looked up what would happen on the old interwebs. Looked like nothing. Looked like nothing. But the judge was like, no, no. Instead, of, well, instead of showing up, instead of calling, he just went to work to mentor children. But the judge said, No, no, we're gonna fine him in contempt of court. And locked him away for 10 days gave him one year of probation and a $233 fine and initially 150 hours of community service. Now, the first time I was arrested for a nonviolent crime, I received one year of probation, a $400 fine, and 20 hours of community service
2: now were were you on your way to serve your fellow man when they when they when they popped you?
1: No, I was on my way to King's Dominion, which is a theme park in Virginia, to utilize what I had been arrested for ah. and uh serve me and he served his ten days. Which he did. He he said that the ten days was traumatic, and I was like, "Okay, man, you're playing this one up a little bit too much." Now I will say that he's his grandfather wasn't able to get to his therapy during those times, and the kids missed him at the Parks and Rec department. Um, and the judge. Oh, he also had to write a no minimum, no less than hundred word apology explaining that he had learned what he had done wrong. So they
2: like. It sounds like they. I mean, I guess. I, it, He probably could have got... I mean, it sounds like they threw the book at him. Like, I mean, this is pretty...
1: They gave him, like, the worst thing possible. They ended up lowering it. Like, he he served the 10 days. Uh, The fine didn't get reduced. He got three months probation and has to do 30 hours of community service. Part of that 30 hours is once a week, he has to show up for a 10-minute lecture on why jury duty is important. Once a week, he has to do this.
2: This guy already does community service full-time as no, his parent grandfather's caretaker and at the community center. So like, okay, I, let me put on my statist hat for a second, which is also a dunce cap, but let me put that on. And
1: if you have a graphic for this, I, I thought, thought we you should. were going to put on a graphic. And if, I was like, oh, oh,
2: that <laughs> next episode. Uh, that would have been awesome but no but let me let me just put that on for a second um and let's just let's just so uh, you put the kid in jail and he does he has no criminal order. i could see if you say okay you're going to have to pay this fine and you know you need to sit through this thing on why jury duty is important and you need to write this letter about you know why you were uh, why it was wrong or whatever. You put the kid in jail for a week and a half. He's 21. He's like, and obviously not a criminal. Like he th- doesn't have any criminal record. He's like a really good. good. How many 21 year olds do you know? Out like volunteer when I was 21 year old. I
1: don't, I I don't a, think it's volunteering. I think it's a paid gig, but I mean, still he chose that life.
2: I was a hellion at 21 and I wasn't even that bad. I mean, there were some really, really bad ones. Like this guy, is a good kid. And anyway, so they threw the book at him. I guess it's good that they reduced the probation, but now he has a criminal record. He's gonna go for jobs, and he'll be like, you know, if you're a criminal
1: record, it has been it, it after he'd served the ten days, and this went viral. Um, it did get wiped.
2: Oh, so he's not gonna have it on his record.
1: Yeah, it's not going to be on his record. Okay, good, because
2: that was my biggest thing. You know, it's bad enough to go through all this stuff, and, and I can imagine it would be traumatic to spend a week and a half in jail not having really done much wrong. Kind of basically, you just screwed up and didn't hurt anyone. And and that would be bad enough, but then to have the... the to me, the bigger thing was the record, because now you're trying to get work, and you're like, you got to explain why you got a felony uh, at 21 or whatever, so... Thankfully, that's, that's, that's been removed. But- yeah, no, that's
1: been removed. And, and I will say, serving on a jury is the most important thing anybody can do. Yes. It is the single most important thing any of us can do out there. Because if you see somebody who gets busted for possession of weed or some other nonviolent crime, and they're like, he broke the law, you need to punish him, you can go, not guilty. Not guilty. And you know what? That person's not guilty.
2: At the very least, at the very least, you can have that be a hung jury. Even if you're the only one saying not guilty, you can hang that jury. And if there are enough people that do that, you can really, you can make it impossible or very difficult to prosecute people for victimless so-called crimes. And And, uh, go ahead.
1: It's called jury nullification for anybody out there who doesn't know. It's called jury nullification. You can say, I disagree with this law. I don't think he did anything wrong. And if a, if that happens enough times they'll they'll stop arresting people for
2: it and because... if the judge if the judge instructs you which in most states is illegal but they still do it if the yep. judge instructs you that you still have to vote guilty if you think they did it but that it shouldn't be a crime you can say i no nope, not guilty i don't think they did it you have every right to do that and so yeah google jury nullification you have every right to say not guilty it is a and, great way to actually fight. You know, we, talk, we hear a lot about fighting for our freedoms. That's how you fight for our freedoms is when our actual freedoms are actually infringed upon. You can stand in the, in the gate and say, stand in the breach and say, no, not guilty you Didn't do it.
1: Right. It is. I used to try to get off of juries. Now I try to get on them just for that. Yeah. With my luck, it'll be like double murder. And I'm like, ah, I'm stuck.
2: Now, now I got to decide if I really think they did it or not.
1: Right. Like, if, like I would, if it was like a possession case or something like that, I'd be like, Pfft.
2: Oh, I would I'm just meditate and daydream the whole time yeah. when they show up. Huh? Oh, not guilty. Definitely. Not nope. Not guilty.
1: Nope. no. Nope. He's not guilty. Oh, but they caught him with it. No, not guilty. No, didn't do it. Nope, no, I planted. Not guilty.
2: They planted that was planted. You ever seen those deep fake videos? That's not real. Um, sure. so yeah, so that was good. So ending on a, on a inspiring note, um, so some laws were recently passed, I think last week, that uh, banned the use of face masks in, uh, in Hong Kong uh, in response to all of these protests that started originally with the uh, implementation of the, well, the attempted implementation of an extradition law that's now been uh, removed uh, or, or no longer uh, taken off the docket. So it's not going to become law or even voted on. And the protests have been going on since earlier this year. And uh, so they passed a law uh, criminalizing wearing face masks in public, and the people of Hong Kong have responded by just continuing to wear face masks in public.
1: I saw so because initially, where I said "ignore" is a strong word, more that they are improvising. Because I read an article where they were, um, like the women were braiding their hair in front of their faces. Ah, and then okay. I saw the the other article where they said screw you i'm wearing my mask and i was like oh no okay
2: yeah so it's been everything from people like you said the braiding their hair uh or putting their hair in their face uh people who have been contesting it saying uh i'm wearing a surgical mask for health reasons um very common in in china and in, in in the more populated asian countries where you know bird flu and other other uh uh Communicable diseases have been a problem in the past, uh, um, SARS and things like that. For, for uh, citizens to wear when they're in public, wear a surgical mask to you know make sure that they have less exposure to pathogens. And so a lot of them are doing like this lady on the left saying, uh, "Yeah, no, I'm I'm you know I'm doing this you know for my health." And then of course the um, then of course the uh, the people that are just flat out, "No, screw you, I'm wearing a mask," um, yeah. and everything in between. Um. So, yeah, no, they've completely ignored it. The protests just continue to get more and more intense, even as the Hong Kong government has kind of backed off uh, of what they were doing. That has, if anything, emboldened the protesters of Hong Kong who are demanding major reforms now.
1: Right. They have shown the protesters that they can win, and now they want more.
2: Yeah, so I'm actually pulling up their demands... And let's see.
3: New from David Baldacci.
2: No, 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 nope, nope, nope. I am not getting. That's not happening. Um. Well, where are their demands?
1: I don't. I remember we read them on the show a while ago. Uh, but God, that was that was quite some time ago.
2: That was quite some time ago, but now I can't find them. Why doesn't anyone just list them out? um well, anyway, there's five of them. one of them was that the bill uh to uh the extradition bill be removed. that has right. happened so now they got four of them
1: uh one of them was for one of them was for a second amendment, correct?
2: Oh really? that's I so. that would be wild as hell to have a heavily armed, somewhat capitalist country right in the middle of China, that would be something. I would laugh at that.
1: While that you're be, looking... I, I, I am currently looking. It's supposed to be... Of course, CNN says it's listed, and then it's not listed. Um, so, so fake so some... news. Fake news, CNN. The fake news, CNN. Um, yeah. They said it was going to be listed. It's not listed. Stupid CNN.
2: By the way, Hamp Yance says, uh, in Columbia, South Carolina, they will not allow you to to distribute jury nullification pamphlets outside the Fed courthouse during a cocaine trafficking trafficking conspiracy trial. You will be accosted and threatened with arrest. That seems very specific, Hamp. (laughs) So I'm going to take your word on that.
1: That's Um, actually a lot of places. uh, A lot of places are doing that um i know here they here in florida they will stop you from distributing any any uh, uh any information about jury notification they are not a fan of you giving that out
2: sarah branion right no they are not fans of that they're also not fans of people uh handing out pamphlets in front of airports explaining what rights they have for privacy with the tsa um uh or Sarah,
1: constitutions.
2: Yeah, or constitutions cuz those are very subversive. Sarah Branion says I'm only thrilled to be a felon when my jury duty form shows up. I'm like, "Can't do that." And then she said, "Now uh great. Now he has to serve jury duty again." That would have been an interesting loophole. If he had that felony, you could say, "Oh, you know, I'd love to serve jury duty, but I can't. I'm a recent felon." Um so another thing that happened this okay, Here it is.
1: Of, Full withdrawal of the extradition bill. Okay. A commission Check. of inquiry into alleged police brutality. Yes. Which, okay, guys, you're new at this. I get it. You're asking the government to look into the government, the government there. Yeah, but you, yeah. You're you're getting there. You're learning. Yeah, you're, trying. you're yeah. trying. Retracting the classification of protesters as rioters, because rioters in Chinese uh, law have very strict punishment compared to people who are protesting. Amnesty for arrested protesters. And dual universal suffrage, meaning both for the legislative council and the chief executive.
2: Oh, wow. Um, so one of those Not, happened. Not sure any of those other ones are going to happen. They may end up doing some kind of amnesty for the, the protesters, but I don't know. So there was an interesting thing that happened. Uh, this is very big in the gamer world. Uh, so there's a, a Activision Blizzard game called uh, uh, Hearthstone. And they were having a a, a, a tournament, and uh, a professional player, a Hong Kong-based Hearthstone player named Chung Ning wai whose uh whose uh I guess screen name is Blitz Chung. He gave a post-match interview at the Hearthstone Grandmasters tournament. Uh, he wore protester-style goggles and a face mask, and declared, "Liberate Hong Kong." Revolution of Our Time, which is a leading slogan of the the Hong Kong demonstrations against the Chinese government, Uh, Blizzard announced on their blog that uh, Chung had broken their competition rule violation, uh, which, according to most, didn't really cover what he just did, uh, but that they uh, removed him from the current season of of the current tour for him to be able to participate. Uh, They stripped him of all of the prize money he won, and he'll be banned from competing for a year. Uh, It turns out that... The Chinese government owns a, I think, 4% stake in Activision Blizzard, as well as a bunch of other game gaming uh, companies. And, uh, yeah. And so, now there's a boycott Blizzard hashtag. And also, another company, oh, what were they called? Another gaming company uh, announced that they would, um, where is it? I can't find it now. But another gaming company uh, with a competing... They have a game that's similar to Hearthstone has said that they are going to pay this Blitzchung guy all of the money that Blizzard uh, took from him and add him to their list of champions or something like that. So just a total mess all the way around.
1: And if, if anybody out there is rooting for China in this situation... Uh, you can you can take solace in the fact that they made the NBA their bitch this week. They absolutely made the NBA their bitch this week when one of the executives for the Houston Rockets tweeted out that he was uh, supporting the protesters in Hong Kong, and China went yeah, and basically gave the NBA the middle finger, pulled back all of the sponsorships that China was giving to the NBA and required. So Houston Rockets is the biggest team in the, in China for the NBA right. because of, because of Yao Ming, the Houston Rockets. Oh, okay. Ex- yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. The Houston Rockets exec said that he was on the side of the protesters. China started pulling all sorts of uh, sponsorships, uh, television rights, uh, pulling the China censorship thing. Uh, that they do over there because he said these things. Right. And so he had to do a formal apology. The Houston Rockets did a formal apology. James Harden said that he was on the side of China in this protest. And the NBA uh, said that they were very, very sorry for the insensitive words of the Houston Rockets exec. Just completely bending over completely bending over for the communist dictatorial regime of China.
2: The same NBA, incidentally, that has empowered their players to speak out routinely uh, on American politics against Trump, against police brutality, which is fine. That's great that they'll do that domestically, but then they just completely bitch out, pull a Nikki Haley, if you will, uh, to, uh, to China uh, not pulling a, a bitch out to China is uh, the Trey Parker and Matt Stone, the creators of South Park. They had an episode called "Banned in China," uh, which was then banned in China. Uh, and then they uh, gave their they get what's that?
1: Oddly enough,
2: oddly enough, then they gave their official apology to China from Trey Parker and Matt Stone. I'm going to read it now. Like the NBA, we welcome the Chinese censors into our homes and into our hearts. We too love money more than freedom and democracy. Xi, the president of china doesn't look just like winnie the pooh at all tune in to our 300th episode this wednesday at 10 long live the great communist party of china may this autumn sorghum harvest be bountiful we good now china that's how you apologize to a dictatorial communistic regime
1: that's right that is how you do it they did that absolutely perfectly and uh the nba did it in the worst possible way that you could possibly think of doing it. The NBA pulled the Donald Trump of congratulations on your 70th year of re- oh regime. God.
2: I wish I still had that graphic. Right. Another person who bitched out to China in the last couple of weeks was Donald Trump who congratulated think. China on the 70th, 70th anniversary of China's descent into over a hundred million Chinese people dying from communism <laughs> inside of two generations. I guess three generations.
1: Yep. And, so good. But, but Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Trey, Trey Parker, Matt Stone. Trey Stone, Matt Parker.
2: Trey Parker and Matt Stone.
1: Trey Parker and Matt Stone. They brought us South Park and basketball.
2: Oh, yeah, basketball. I forgot about basketball. That We're was guys. good. I mean, it wasn't good, it but wasn't, no, it was
1: horrible. I enjoyed <laughs> but, it. Yeah. It was funny. Same, same, same with uh, uh, Orgasmo. It was awful. See, I haven't,
2: I, I haven't seen Orgasmo or Book of Mormon, but I need to.
1: I haven't seen Book of Mormon. I want to see Book of Mormon really bad.
2: Yeah, supposedly that's actually good in addition to being funny. So that's a bonus. Right. It's, um, like,
1: it's like they took uh, South Park and made it into... Actually, South Park, the movie, So it's still good. That movie is so good.
2: Oh, the original South Park movie?
1: The only South Park movie?
2: Oh, I thought they had a second one. But the one where they went to war with China?
1: or canada Canada? lame canada we already have apologized
2: for brian adams that was a good movie um so guys that's it that's it that's literally it but guys be sure to tune in tomorrow for my next guest
1: jason woods yes sorry great point jason woods the NBA didn't want to play in North yes. Carolina for bathroom law, but will go to bed with China and their history of human rights violations. I bet most NBA players don't know what communism is. Correct. I, I wouldn't go, eh, maybe. Maybe on that last part. But the first part, yes. That is 100% yes. You, the the bathroom laws in North Carolina were so bad and such against so much against human rights that you were like, no, we're, we don't want to play there. But you support communist China.
2: Which also doesn't allow transgenders in incidentally, some of the worst gay rights records of any developing country is in China outside of like Africa and the Middle East is in China. But you know, North Carolina uh, was definitely the bad guy there. So yeah, absolutely Jason. That's perfect end comment there about about the situation over there. Um, so yeah. guys, tune in tomorrow to my fellow Americans where I will have this guy. John Phillips Jr. is my next guest. He is running uh, as the vice presidential running mate for Kim Ruff. They are running for the presidential and vice presidential nomination uh, for the Libertarian Party uh, to become the next president and vice president. So I'm talking to the possible next vice president tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern on My Fellow Americans. And then tune in next week. Right here on Tuesday, Tuesday night. Only
1: on, only on float.
2: Oh, oh yeah, that is. Demogodin
1: three, y'all. For Demogodin three. Tulsi's return. To-
2: the return. Oh yeah, that's what I'll make it. Tulsi's uh, last stand. Yes. That's what we're going with. Demogren three, Tulsi's last stand. I'll have an actual graphic for that soon. Should have yeah. done that. This I, I keep thinking it was, it's the next week, but anyway, yeah. So tune in next week for Demogren Demogren three, Tulsi's last stand, and then I don't think I'm doing a My Fellow Americans next week, but we shall see. So anyway, Matt, Spike. I heard that there's something called the internet. Really, I did, and I have a question. I have because an I'm being I'm being told that in order for us to be popular. We should be on the internet. So my question to you is, if someone were you to go on this... That's
1: all it took, wouldn't you?
2: One would think. And, <laughs> uh, or would have thought, uh, if someone were to go on this internet, uh, would they even be able to find us? And if so, how?
1: You know, yes, they would, in fact, be able to find us uh, on the on, on this inter-highway thingy web something um the spidery thing of information in video. A and video series of a tubes series of tubes and lines and highways and quick tubes we're we're on the slow tubes um it's accurate
2: that is accurate
1: um you can find us on facebook at facebook.com slash muddy waters media you can find us on youtube at youtube.com slash muddy waters media you can find us on instagram at muddy waters media you can find us on twitter at muddy underscore waters you can find us on float at float.app slash muddied waters media. And you can find this and every episode at muddiedwatersfreedom.com or muddiedwatersmedia
2: You can also find us on anchor
1: at, at anchor. Slash muddied waters. Muddy
2: Waters. So guys, thanks again for tuning in. We love you very much.
1: <laughs> we just got banned in China. <laughs>
2: Oh, I'm sure, and our I, I, we're gonna have to one up the Parker and Stones the uh, uh, apology. So, guys, I'm thanks sure again. You got
1: banned in China a long time ago.
2: If we are allowed in China, then someone's failing at their job. Someone in China has failed, yeah, on many levels. So, guys, we'll see you in China, and uh, and where we're going,
1: we don't need roads.